0: Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Fig and Lock, Coast to Coast. I'm Mr. Fig. I'm Mr. Lock. Hey, brother. It's good to see you. I know it's been, uh, been a couple weeks. Um, it's good to be back, good to uh, catch up on some things. Uh, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, doing good. You know, life is coming at you fast. Um, you know, the cast are coming a little farther in between. Um, life isn't... Uh, Unfortunately, we do not get paid to do this, so we can't just devote all our time to this. So we have to work our jobs and everything else. And I have a little one coming. um, She's within a month now. um, I will be having a daughter. Oh, dude, I know. I can't wait. I'm so happy for you.
0: 2023.
1: So it's uh, coming in real fast. We had our baby shower this weekend. Uh, Some friends and family came out. Um, It was a really nice special event there it was it was cool it was chill it just wasn't uh it wasn't uh you know too girly you know the people think baby hour there we're playing games you know simple games that you would see like at a work event hey guess who this person this person is and uh, guess the prices of baby food and baby items and you'd be surprised how expensive things are at target Oh Uh,
0: yeah, (laughs) I'm sure.
1: You know, I was like, I was looking at the prices. I was like, fifteen dollars for a towel. (laughs) So it was funny.
0: Yeah, man. I'm sorry I missed it. I wish I could have been there, but it's a it's a lot for me, obviously, to get out from here to get out there. Um, Especially, I know you were you were at my baby shower, you know, five years ago. Gosh, it goes by so fast. But uh, hopefully, did you you get all? Jesus, it was five years ago. It was five years ago. Did you get all the big things you needed? uh, Is there as far as?
1: I have to buy a stroller. I have to buy a stroller with the uh car seat easy one trip, I think it was like three hundred twenty-one dollars. I just gotta buy that. Um but I have time. I just have time for that. I have a lot of other stuff, baby clothes, I got we got the nursery practically set up, um, we got a lot of other stuff you know, uh, we got your gift, um, dance that gift came in with these fancy bags. Um, some other family friends came out of their pockets, some big money stuff that I didn't even think were being bought. You know, Amazon was like, do you, Hey, do you recommend this stuff? And I was like, okay, people are not going to buy a hundred dollar items for somebody they don't know. Surprise. Sometimes they will. And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. people were buying stuff and it's really nice. And I, you know, I thank them for reaching out and doing that. Cause it just makes it easier on our side, you know? And, um, this baby's loved before it's even like breathing air. So that's good.
0: Yeah, man, it's awesome, dude. I'm happy for, it. I can't wait to, you know, f- to see the pictures and, and follow your journey through this man. It's, um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's beautiful chaos. I'll put it that way. Um, I know when Alex was born, my wife and I used to joke that I never thought I could have simultaneous feelings of both love, joy, and happiness coupled with despair uh despair uh exhaustion and um uh just flat out exhaustion i don't know it was just weird like is it, it you love life and simultaneously hate life at the same time it's just it's just a rough those that first month is is a rough rough month <laughs> is what it is though because it's just but, it's
1: just a, it's just adjusting it's all adjusting
0: it is yeah. I, but i pray i for feel you. like i've
1: been my entire life in the last year or so i've been last half a year or so my life's been moving so fast I've been adjusting and adjusting adjusting. I'm just adjusting. That's all it is. That's it's all you can do. Being quick on my feet and just uh being open minded to new ideas and, and uh keep moving. Yeah, yeah. man yeah. So um so you uh, this past week you saw Garden's galaxy three I did James Gunn Magnum Opus.
0: I did I saw it I saw it uh while I was up in Newport. I was in Newport Rhode Island two weeks ago uh for some work and I had some free time, so I went and checked out the movie. Um, you know, uh, I wonder if there's something wrong with me, because uh, I just thought it was okay. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, really, seriously. I mean, there's things I like about it. Um, there are some great emotional moments in it. Um, it wasn't hilarious. It wasn't as funny as the first two. Um, but, it. I mean, it was, you know, if I had to rank them, I'd rank them, in order one, two, and three, like it, it was just kind of. I just kind of felt it was okay. Um, spoilers. And by the way, if yeah, I mean this movie's been out now for like three, four weeks now, so uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid to spoil anything this this go around. So the main story revolves around Rocket. Uh, it is it, the whole movie is about saving Rocket uh, from the High Evolutionary who wants to get him back because when he created Rocket, Rocket demonstrated the ability to evolve. By himself, whereas every other creation the High Evolutionary made required him to help it help in its own evolution and help in its own development, and that wasn't the case of Rocket. Rocket developed on his own, and you know, so he feels like Rocket is the key to his next greatest creation, right? So I guess the High Evolutionaries create created a number of species, one of which is the Sovereign. So if you remember the gold people from the first, from the second film. They are, crea- they are a creation of the high evolutionary. Um, so the whole movie revolves around just like save rocket. Um, and, uh, which subsequently then becomes after they save rocket, they have to save this you know, this other group of people who are kind of underneath his thumb. So it becomes like so save and save everybody else. Where I felt the movie that was a little disappointing was, you know, the guardians of the galaxy are about they're supposed to be guarding the galaxy. So like in the first one, you know, they were they were rescuing, you know, they were guarding it against, you know, Ronan and his extreme viewpoints and the fact that he was going to destroy, you know, Nova. Um, the second one, they you know they were protecting it from, you know, uh, Ego and his ability to kind of consume other planets with his own like being. And then in this one it was just save Rocket. And the people on board the high evolutionary ship. There was no real galactic threat here, uh, at least that I I that I observed throughout the movie. So I thought that's where I thought was I thought it was a little disappointing. Uh, and then on top of that, the, the there were no real stakes again. Like uh, there was one point where I, I thought that you know Star Lord was going to die, and then he was saved. So everyone lives to make it to the end and then they decided to just go their their separate ways which okay you know i guess you got to go you got your own separate stories you want to do that's that's fine but it just seems strange to me it was like they just saved everybody everybody's finally together the band's about together at the very end and then oh i'm going go to i'm going to go off on my own to do this or i'm going to go off on my own and do that and i i didn't understand why that was necessary i kind of kind of understand why they were they chose to make those decisions but at the same time um, it felt like a little forced, like it wasn't quite earned. Um, so at any rate, I just there were things. I mean, it's a, there are some beautiful action s- scenes in it. Um, the soundtrack, of course, is good as usual. I mean, I did tear up a little bit when it came to Rocket's story and the things they were telling there. But there was absolutely no reason for, um, at least in my mind, there was no reason for uh, uh, Adam Warlock to be in this movie. I didn't, I don't know why like why he was even in it, because he, he he was in it to set to start the film like to start the plot, and then he was and then he was they just kind of kept him around just because he's a he became a MacGuffin in the end, to save Star Lord, and those are the only two purposes he serves the entire time. The rest of the time he's just kind of this bumbling idiot that makes his way throughout, which is completely antithesis to the character that I know. So I don't know. I just thought I was okay. You know they had some good laughs here and there, but it. it, I I didn't. I don't know. The the rest of the internet seems to love it and thinks it's this masterpiece, but I I disagree. I think. Mm.
1: Wow, that's a lot to take in there. Um, Well, first, it is uh, people call it James Gunn's best film he's directed. um, To some of the long action pieces that you did mention, Uh, uh, there was uh, I saw online on Twitter. They showed the long, like the hallway scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a one-take, one-shot with digital effects. This this CGI one-take, so it's not a one-take, but, you know. Either or, it's a one-take, and it's really beautiful. Um, PETA pr- praised it to uh, animal um, rights, and these animals mm-hmm. were being, like, tested and all that stuff, so PETA yes. praised that yes. movie. Um, I am 110% with you on Adam Warlock why are we introducing a character that's not a villain in the last film you're wasting our time i don't have time to get to know this new character who is just here for this film and that's it there's no carry-on there's nothing unless you're unless you're going to introduce a new character that's going to be a villain then okay because it's another person we could kill or be angry with or not like fine but it's another good guy that we don't know and we're kind of like, "Oh, we get a and it's a good character too. He's kind of a well-known character and you're going to add him on third film. Eh, it's kind of a waste. It's it's very wasteful. I just yeah. think uh, I
0: don't know what they're going to do with him cuz the whole to me, Adam Warlock was best served would have been better served as part of the Infinity War, discuss- like an Infinity correct. Gauntlet piece. That that was his whole thing. Was mm-hmm. he led the Avengers against, against Thanos in the Infinity Gauntlet yep. saga. He's the like that was his whole thing. So, and what's hilarious even is, is that like um at the at the end of Eternals is when we meet, what's his name, uh, Star Fox or Fox Lord, whatever his name is, and Pip, who also hang out with Adam Warlock to help save the galaxy from Thanos and in Infinity Gauntlet. So I, I feel like they put these these characters are now kind of out of place because they don't mm-hmm. matter anymore.
1: And it really don't matter because James Gunn's not doing no Marvel films anymore. Yeah, exactly. So- It doesn't even matter, you know, they're not going to, some other actor, some director, I don't, I have a hard time believing Disney is going to pick up Adam Warlock and give him his own film directed by some other guy. I have a hard time believing it, that they're going to try to give more credit to James Gunn characters after he's gone. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just counterproductive to what Disney likes doing.
0: Yeah, this, uh, that was a complete waste. Um, and, and you I mean, absolutely, the action scenes are beautiful. I thought, I do feel like the movie also pushed the boundaries a bit as far as the bizarre factor. Like, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, because it takes place in space, has always kind of pushed the envelope. But the enemy's really to, weird. There was a lot yeah, of weird things in this it film. Very weird and bizarre. But I just felt like the set piece for the very kind of the first part of the film where they go to this, um, I forget the name but it's like a corporation that runs underneath the high evolutionary and it's like a a living being it's like it's like a structure that's a living being and then like a uh, so and that's where the hall scene fight takes place and, and they have these really bizarre looking like flesh suits that they use to like get around and it just it was a little it was kind of almost like um uh stimulation overload because there's so much to look at and it's it was just a little too much it almost kind of distracted from what was going on uh to a, to a degree so uh I, th- I think there was a fine line that i think he used to cross he used to walk with the first two movies with i want to i want to show people some beautiful visual things i want to like create this world or create this environment but i don't want to distract from the characters and i felt like this time it just went too far overboard and to the point where it was really hard to track what was going on in some of the action scenes just cuz there's just so much there's just so much to look at in the in, in the in the frame yeah i feel you i mean it's, everything you're
1: saying is very correct you know um but it, it's it does take away that people um a lot of people genuinely enjoy that film you know and i i would say it, Personally speaking, based off I didn't I saw the first one, I kind of saw the second one, and I kind of saw the third one. So I would say that it would go in order one, three, two. The second one went to me was weak. Uh, the whole plot line with um, you know, it it was just it just wasn't for me. It was like this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid like why are we doing this? star lord your dad is the bad guy and he's some eternal being oh god no let's not do this because it, it, i didn't like that i didn't like the second one at all so the third one actually being kind of a competent film and actually showing a lot of heart like that kind of gives it a little more um love in my book especially mm-hmm. like especially talking about this film also had their like the first disney hard f-bomb
0: Oh, right, yeah. but Yeah, I, I know. It wasn't even that really that, that significant, but yeah. It's the think,
1: only film. It's the first
0: one. Yeah, so, I you guess. Proper, you know. I, so for me, the reason why I rank so one for me is uh, the, my favorite just by the nature of the fact that I think it was also the bar was very low. Like, I didn't have no a lot expectations. of expectations going into it. Um, I didn't really know. I mean, I knew who the, I didn't really know who the Guardians of the were. In fact, I actually discovered I had an old Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy comic book from back in the day, and I didn't even know it. Um, and then when I saw it, I just loved it I just f- fell in love with it, everything about it was fantastic, and I saw it like four times in the theater, and it, I cracked up every single time, my wife and I were watching it at home like once a week, because we just thought it was just, like the best thing ever, then we saw the second one, the second one, it was still funny I, I liked it just from the fact I liked the father-son story, I liked that he discovers that he had a dad the entire time, and he didn't even know it, with Yondu and I just thought that was beautiful, and seeing and then when Yondu died at the end like it, it makes me start to get a little welled up now just seeing like he discovered he had a father the entire time and you know the way they send him off was just absolutely beautiful like that whole end of the story was just fantastic so i i, I for me i i thought the number the number two was it wasn't as good as the first but i still thought it had a lot of heart and it. it had a really strong like story in it and then this this one I like the stuff with Rocket. I do like. I I love learning the backstory and seeing like it, and it all and it all nests with why Rocket is the way he is, right? Because in the second film, there's that scene with Yondu and Rocket where he's like, "I'm just like you. I know what you're doing. Like you don't want to get want to get close. You don't want anyone to you know be your friend because you know that they might you might lose them." So it makes sense to me that Rocket would be that way, having seen what takes place as he grows up, as, as you know, and as he's in, in as he's a pup and of these other other animal characters that he's been hanging out with. But at the same time, I did, it just, you know, I felt like some of the stuff that was happening around that story, like the whole star Lord and, um, uh, Gamora thing, I thought was distracting from it a bit. Like this whole, like, Oh, I love her. Like, why can't I make, like, why won't she like love me? Like, it's it's like, he doesn't ignore that. He completely ignores the fact that she's a completely different version of that person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So like I felt like that was a little bit distracting. The I don't understand why Nebula needed to be so hard on Drax and 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 Mantis. I felt that like you've been hanging out with these people for uh, conceivably now for a few years. I feel like these conversations would have happened years ago, not like now. Like the whole this, like her angst and her anger with these two characters now seemed out of place. Like I feel like if the movie took place a little closer to her when she comes onto the team, like maybe following Infinity War, or, but there, we know that they've been hanging out and doing stuff because Thor was hanging out with them for like at least a, a short a time period in there. So there were just there were things that were going on around the Rocket story that I thought also just were a little distracting. Um, but I mean, whatever. That's just my opinion. I didn't. I don't hate it. I, I think it's it's. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna watch it again. You know. But I just I didn't love it as much as everybody else seems to have loved it, and that's why I'm like maybe there's something wrong with me because I just um, I don't know I just kind of watched other theater like yeah it was okay it was good you know but it, I didn't feel like I needed to go see it in a, in a second time or anything. Okay, all right,
1: okay, so let's talk things of Wick.
0: Oh John man, Wick. So I loved I actually loved Chapter Four, um, which even though it's probably the most disconnected... I, mean, I When I say that, it's most dis- disconnected from the original storyline, right? But just the fact that it encapsulates all of the world-building they've been doing for the last four films. Like, I feel like if I saw four by itself without going back and watching one, two, and three back-to-back, I probably wouldn't have had as high of it, an opinion of it. But I, I, well, since I was on travel and I got, I was stuck in the San Francisco terminal for six hours between flights i decided to start with one and two and three knowing that when i get home i could download four and i just loved everything about it. i thought the the action scenes were a step up um you know it 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 expanded the world a little bit but not so much bigger that i felt like we're getting lost and then i just thought it was like i love at the end spoilers again this movie's been out for a while now you can stream it um I love that you find out that it went to the very end. Winston is his father, which I kind of was starting to see that coming, but it was a nice little touch. They didn't. It was a nice little touch at the end. It just kind of confirms the fact. So I love John Wick four. I don't know. What What are your thoughts?
1: I I would say that I'm I'm a bit conflicted. Okay, and uh, because I, I I love Wick four. I saw John Wick on Twitter. Somebody uploaded the entire film in two posts on twitter blue oh wow and i okay. watched it in clear hd on twitter now like this is amazing um it was up for like 48 hours and then it was gone so it was like trending and i was like why is it trending and i was like sure enough one post was 119 minutes another one's a good another 38 minutes so i was like this is wild so i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch this movie right on my bed and uh it, 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 like looking at this film like i feel like the franchise it went a little fast and furious for me Okay. Because it went a little Fast and Furious because if you remember the first Fast and Furious film, was very grounded in reality. You know what I mean? Uh, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel's characters didn't do anything that was like totally out unreasonable. You know, okay. I mean, but it was an action yeah, flick, yeah. so they did things. John Wick won. John Wick did things, things that were not unreasonable. You're like, okay, this guy's just a badass. With guns and combat, crowd with guy, my man, get it in. You're like, this is amazing, right? And as you fast forward these films, they start becoming superhuman. John Wick was superhuman in his film. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 swear, I swear, Keanu said maybe less than 60 words all film. Okay, this is a movie that almost goes three hours. Um, he, he let, he said less than 60 words. Donnie Chen stole every scene he was in
0: oh right. yeah Donnie
1: Chen. he was amazing this guy was great as kane he's like his mannerisms how he's talking how chilly he was i mean the bad guys had all the personality they had all of them from the guy in russia whatever who was actually a fighter wearing a fat suit his character's uh like this oh guy. yeah yeah But he's like wearing a fat suit, you know what I mean? And he's like seeing fat guy doing roundhouse kicks and jumps and flips. You're like, holy smokes, this is amazing, right? To like, you got the black dude who's chasing, who's hunting him down with the with the dog, whatever. And he has personality when they went to the Asian per, uh, Nenil, whatever that guy, he, I forgot his name, but he's in everything. It feels like they need some guy who was of Asian aesthetic use a good sword. they call that guy, he was in rogue one, he was in, uh, uh, Westworld season two and three. He he's been in a lot of things, you know what I mean? So, uh, but the, the, the actions nonstop, the action's grade A, especially I would say when you probably getting into about the act three, and then all of a sudden, the fire rounds, these guns are shooting, like, flamethrower oh, bullets yeah. out of the guns. I, You're like, I never heard of this shit before.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like it when uh, I, the, I like the when, camera like the angle goes top down.
0: Yeah, exactly. They, they, they brought the camera up over, and it becomes one continuous shot as he moves from room to room.
1: It's amazing. And, yeah, it looks yeah. like a video game where, like, we play video games like this, you know, uh, like like Contra, uh, Super Contra, when you're playing it upside down, you're seeing you're shooting, blasting, blasting. He's just blasting people, and you're like, this is amazing, whatever. And he's still doing hand-to-hand combat close. And it, it, but I, I would say... It, it's, uh, but again, hit, my man's back is made of steel. Because he's <laughs> from, from, from movie three, he fell off a building and his head bounced off the cement. And he survived. And then also this film, he blown out a window, back hits a back bounces off a car the car is messed up and he gets up and runs away so i'm like what's going on john wick what's happening with your like abilities this is a kevlar suit not a super suit you're not mr doom you know you're not the doom trooper himself you know i mean so uh but the hand-to-hand combat where these guys i I like the idea that he's wearing a kevlar suit as bulletproof which is wild and the bad guys have it too because they're like, we're high ranking. He, he's going against the high ranking guys. So now these guys are wearing suits. So the bulls are bouncing off them as well. And the only way to kill them is with headshots. So they're all like pulling their suits over the heads, shooting at each other blindly. And they're going back and forth really close hand-to-hand shooting. It's like not shoot from a distance. Um, a friend of mine was like, uh, there's no snipers in this world for whatever reason. Snipers don't exist. You know, you know a sniper could take them out. But no, everybody's like, we want to get, we want to, they want to kill somebody with them breathing on them close. Every single person, every single assassin. Uh, the scene in France at that uh, that grand place was like a circle with the thing in the, it's a, I don't know what it's called. It's not the mausoleum, but it's something else. Um, that was a really, uh, that, that scene itself is, a work of art because it's a lot of moving parts from cars moving cars but there are cars they're running into cars they're flipping into cars there's a dog jumping off a car into like onto a guy there's a lot going on and like some shots are one full takes um you know there's there's a the scene where keanu used nunchucks was really cool even though it looked a little wonky because you could tell he was actually tired you could see him getting tired doing it and trying to flip somebody so it's kind of slow but it was all. It was, it looked real. Like you see, he was tired. He wasn't some kind of. He wasn't super soldier in that He had in stamina because he was getting an ass kicked. But he was tired, breathing hard. He was using the nunchucks. He was doing hand hand combat, stabbing people in the face. Just that, it was. It is a absolute. If you like action flicks, this is your. This is it. Like they set the bar. They've always set the bar for the last uh, ten years now. Action flicks are using these. Uh, I would say birth from the uh, born ultimatum series where hand-to-hand combat close the cameras are over your shoulder watch them fight stuff that's so you got keanu now with the john wick stuff stepping up another level we had atomic blonde come out the same director did that they have the new movie they have the new show i think movie coming out the ballerina based off the john wick then they have a john wick series coming from this called the continental based off winston back in the younger days when continental was just coming out um there's a lot of stuff coming out the ending it was lackluster, <laughs> A little lackluster. There, it was like, oh, wow, okay. No, I just all I just this like, grand stuff, and y'all couldn't, y'all couldn't, you could have put, put a bow on this in a really sweet way. You just kind of gave me a. Like, I don't know, man. I disagree. Three
0: was, and I disagree. Was... I, I like the fact, like, so he, like, he, like, he, he, they kill. He kills the marquee, and you know, he's, he's. I think at this point, you know, you're. It's pretty confident. He's more. He's morally wounded, and I love that. Like his his final line of wins is Winston, will you take me home? And I actually thought at this point was when they were going to reveal that it was his dad. I was like, oh man, I have a feeling they're going to reveal, reveal that they're a brother and father and son because the more and more I've seen, like I've watched their dynamic throughout the series, I was like, oh my God, it makes sense that, that, that that's Winston dad, never, that's father and son. Never, you know? So when they when he when he was like, he's like, Winston, will you take me home? I thought he was going to say yes, son or something like that. But he was like, no. And he said, he's like, yes, Mr. Wick or whatever. And they took him home. And then cut, now they're at the they're at the funeral and he's there and he's got the, the two gravestones like loving husband, loving wife, and when he just like puts his hand on the thing and says R-, like what was it rest in peace my son or something like that, I was like oh man that is, there it is that's the like because like everything like it's weird how like he he has he he's this, he has this weird dynamic where he has this great love of the continental. And of um, I forget the guy's name, the black guy, like Shambliss. or I, I Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. but uh, you know, there obviously, but he he calls him like he's a friend, right? He's like he's a dear friend, you know, and like. But it's weird, like you can as I again, I don't know if I would have appreciated this if I hadn't watched it back to back. But there is like this, this there's a not, I don't necessarily want to call it love, but there's like this deep deep respect and friendship that go between the two of them uh, that I was like, it goes beyond friendship, but I can't place my finger on it. And then the end of three, like when he betrays him, you almost think, Oh man, Winston like betrayed him. But then he shot, he like, if Winston really wanted to kill him, he would have shot him in the head. Cause he knows that he's got the Kevlar jacket on. And like, I don't necessarily know if he knew he was going to survive the fall, but I feel, I have a feeling like he had to know that John wick was going to survive, you know, you know, getting shot. In the in the body and you know so i don't know like i thought it was a cool reveal at the end um my favorite part i think is the stairwell i thought the stairwell was this so cool how they worked that like it was almost like a like a like like almost like um harkens back to uh like those old uh kung fu or movies where you know they have to like climb the you know the you know 36 levels or whatever it is you know and so just him yeah. climbing that staircase, and like then he gets knocked back down all the way down the staircase, and has to make his way back up. And then what I thought was really interesting too is each of the uh, assassins that are kind of after him, the big like are kind of like he's facing off against himself, right? Because like Kane is another version of him, a guy who got out because of his daughter, but now they're using his daughter to bring to to bring him back in to get after John Wick, and what's I mean, they're friends, right, like, he doesn't necessarily want to kill his friend, but it's like, it's you or my daughter, like, if I had to choose between you and my daughter, it's, I'm gonna choose my daughter, so, I, like, again, here's this guy that gets pulled in because he got out, but he's getting pulled in because he has to protect the one he loves, and then, there's the other guy, uh, the black guy, who is hunting him with a dog, and then when he sees John Wick save the dog, he realizes that he, like, you know, because, again, like, this guy, like, John Wick, as obviously, has a great love of dogs. That's why we're here. That's what brings us into this whole thing. So, like, to see him understand and that this guy, there's more to this guy than just him being a target. Because that, that dog is family to him, and the fact that he saved that dog when he knew that, you know, that's a threat to him. Um, you know, makes him realize that this is not somebody I would necessarily want to I want to kill or get after. So, uh, I thought that was just really interesting how they they played that. But yeah, John Wick 4, oh, oh, another piece too, like that face-off between, I can never remember his name, but the Japanese guy, he, you see him in everything lately. He's always right. like the, yeah, but like the, the Japanese-Chinese standoff was really cool too because they were friends. And then just seeing yeah, like. Yeah.
1: They're they're deep, they're close friends from way back. Yeah. You know, and they were kind of like, he's like, hey, don't do this. Chen's like, you know, D- character was like, hey, don't do this. I don't want to do this to you. I don't want to fight you. And he's kind of like, I have to. You know and he didn't have to die yeah but then all of a sudden he's kind of like i gotta protect my honor so he tried to fight him again and chen handled him and it was kind of like well all right you know and it's weird because that it's it's like throughout the the wick lore there's always been a professional courtesy oh yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah always a professional courtesy that you just don't you don't see you know like when he saved that guy's dog like he shot that guy the dude was gonna kill the dude's dog but then he could have killed that guy and he did it because he's like I, you're, I don't have beef with you even though you're trying to kill me my beef not with you and i helped you now so he kind of gave him a look like you owe me and left yeah you know yeah, what i yeah. mean like hey hey you know what i mean just hey you know they like, hate what's going on you know like with Donnie chen his character when he got to the stairwell and he fell down he's kind of like hey I, I know i'm hired to kill you but uh i, I don't have to kill you what now i kill you when i want to kill you so here i'm here to help you because this is not fair you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to help you fight these guys because, um, yeah, my job is to kill you. And I can kill anybody I want to kill as long as I kill you. Yeah. Well, so, I also love, too, yeah, like upstairs, again, amazingly killing people.
0: Yeah, also, too, in the, in the duel, I love how he makes it so that Donnie Yen is able to, like, get out of his his agreement. He's able to get back out and save his daughter because he, he just knows that the oh, Marquis is yeah. going to want it. The gonna it. Wanna, yeah, the Marquis is going to be the one that wants to make the kill shot. So I love that that they, he was able to work that angle at the end there. So I thought it was really neat. And then my only issue, my only cause the only plot point issue is if if John Wick knew the entire time that he could challenge a member to the high, of the high table to personal combat. He didn't know that. He didn't know that. He's the one that brought Winston it up. Told him that. He no, he brought it up. Winston brought no, Winston brought it to him.
1: Winston brought no, it up. I
0: just watched it. He brought it up to Winston. Yeah.
1: I'm telling you, I watched it.
0: I'm gonna go back and watch no, it now. While... No,
1: he Winston told him you need to watch it because he he tells him that right before the scene that he tells that long ass, time consuming walk. It just ro- it just wasted time. I don't need see no pictures on the wall. But we're seeing Winston walk down his hallway and it's literally like two minutes um, of him walking down a hallway. Uh, and all before I'm saying, that, after all he I'm talked saying to John. Is, and he told John, thing. hey.
0: Here's the thing. If this thread exists why don't we use it to kill the italian brother as More opposed often. to kill him in the continental like when's to get easily right. been like yo he didn't you know can that. challenge him to personal to a personal to a personal duel and it doesn't have, and that way he doesn't have, you don't have to do this on continental grounds like, i just feel like that look we've that,
1: never that, we've that never fact. said winston was a good person
0: well all i know is that that listen isn't a
1: good Winston's is not a good person okay i guess uh, his 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 uh his door guy, uh, brother man who died in the movie and in real life, um, yeah, he yeah. is a good dude. You know, what I mean, well, yeah, this is not because after he told him, like, hey, you can get out, Johnny. You know, if you just uh, challenge him to a duel, and he'll have to accept it. And but you need to get back in your family, and you need somebody also to counter with it. And he's like, okay, how do I do that? We're like, you need to get back with the family. Do what you need to do to get back in the family. Get your seal. You know, and then he's like, shows up saying like, hey john's gonna change your duel and if he gets it if he wins your duel he gets out and i get the continental back i'm like whoa whoa whoa, man what are you doing <laughs> he just throws out on the back end so that's why later on when he says yes and you'll be out and you'll get your connell back and john wick turns back and looks at winston like when was that a part of the deal like when was this a part of the deal like excuse me? he's like hey but if you lose now i can kill john and i can kill you too right he's right like, you know i mean so you understand that so so like john did not know this deal like winston was still underlying trying to get his hotel back even though it's blown up and he's getting this he's getting the the high table whoever the high table is now because the high table always exists no matter who's ahead of it you know to fully fund building it up again in middle of what city is this
0: is this new york that they're in this this yeah the first this this large building
1: is blown up in yeah no yeah, blow it the whole building first
0: the first two movies are exclusively in new york city and then the, the third one, or well, the second one goes to Italy, obviously, goes to Rome. But then the third one moves between New York City and then Morocco. Yes. And then back to New York City. And then this one is obviously uh, New York City to Paris. Yeah, uh, where... he, he had that little
1: beginning where he was out in the sand dunes in yeah, Egypt yeah. or whatever, running on a horse.
0: Yeah. On a horse yeah. with
1: them being chased after them which was wild, you know. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be wild. Right from yeah. the get-go, this man's on a horse, like, shooting at people in the sand dunes with a handgun. Yeah, You know, so it's... You know, but like I said, John... Oh, uh, it's also in Reeves, Tokyo,
0: too. I Tokyo. Yeah, in Tokyo. Tokyo.
1: I mean, props to the director understanding that Keanu Reeves' hot point is not... <laughs> you know what I mean? If uh, Action stars should do straight action. Um, it's not Hamlet, unless... Uh, you know let's see the action piano and he had the cast around him that uh scars did a really good job as a bad guy oh that's yeah a he was guy. awesome he was yeah. a, he was a bad guy this guy was had no redeeming qualities he was a scumbag through and through and that's how i like my bad guys um uh, be all in or don't be one at all see <laughs> don't
0: i'm wondering uh what's the, the the guy that with the hat uh and the beard um i can't remember the actor's name he's in a lot of different things. oh too. clancy 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 yeah. something but uh well, i'm actually voice. beginning to wonder i think you know if they were gonna do another apparently there's i've seen some indications there might be a fifth on chapter five but but um i get a stinging suspicion that he might be the high table just by the way this is the way he talks to the marquee like there was a point where he was like you know you're like don't let your ambition out like yeah. outweigh your worth or something like that yeah. and then the way he conducted himself at the duel i was like man there's he wasn't happy when, when when john wick won he wasn't happy about it he was like
1: <sighs> yeah well we yeah, are like are we are, our business is done yeah and this left you're like and he said he at the very beginning he announced who he was like he said he was like the like the envoy of the high table yeah yeah i, I, yeah, I know something kind of
0: the, like that, but I, kind I, of the really...
1: representation of the high table so yeah. that's maybe the high table for whatever reason seemed like it's some soddies
0: <laughs> well I, I have a feeling like if, if, you, if you were to Right, because I mean, it's kind of like, um, it's like a modern day Assassin's Creed, right? Like, I feel like the, the high table is obviously members of different cultures that have put a that had assassins, right? So I suspect there's probably like you know the, the Arabs had a you know had assassins, the Israelis, um, the Italians, you know, and then the Japanese. So I you know, and so I suspect all those cultures that like levied like really big assassins have an assassin culture. I bet you they they make up they compose the high table if I had to guess.
1: Now I'd watch that series. Show me the birth of the high table and how it was like the fight for how the high table is going to be formed and it became like this world-renowned assassins guild. Now give me that. Yeah, give I'd me that. Movie. that yeah, I'd yeah. watch. I'd watch that on the HBO. I'd watch that. Yeah. Give me some of that.
0: But I think that's why I just love this the whole series, man. It just it built this. It builds a world kind of like it's like it's almost like a um, Harry Potter. But for of like action, because it just you just yes. the, each each movie just kind of added another level. Like the first movie was just like, okay, it's the continental and there's this guild of assassins and they have rules, right? But then like the second movie like, expands with because now you start talking about the high table and you get the marker and now it's like now you know that there's this thing out there where you have to trade if you trade your life like you owe somebody, somebody. Else. you owe somebody
1: you owe somebody it's a blood marker yeah. that you know. they've renamed here they want these coins they have value now yep. we didn't know what their value was what is the value there's an underground black market that can sell guns to you and Kevlar guns yeah there's a radio station now that they like the assassins listen to there's the whole like suicide girls working inside mm-hmm. some kind of uh, phone place sending out things like that like there's this whole underworld yeah. within his world uh, and another thing end. too i loved
0: is when when he in the third movie when he goes to get his ticket punched with uh, angelica houston at the you know at the bow ba- at the at the ballet you know studio or at the at the theater and it was like it, it kind of reminded me of like that scene from russia with love when they they're walking through the compound and like there's dudes like practicing judo and like martial arts in one room and there's doing another group of groups doing like weapons handling that's exactly what happened exactly she that. takes him back that's yeah. happened and yeah. It, it, yeah, she takes him backstage, and there's like the ballerinas are back there dancing. But then, like, the next room is like dudes doing judo and like doing martial arts, and the next one is like dudes doing weapon handling. I was like, oh my god, it's like Russia would love man all over again. Like, it was, it was like a, it was like such a great little like nod, little nod. to that. Yeah, a little
1: yeah. nod to it, you know. And you're like, go back to the family, like the you know, the when they went back, and the priest like shot him with a shotgun. And oh it's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of like, yeah, you know, welcome back, John Wick. And they're like, the family's like, you're, you've, you've, we've already, we've ripped your ticket. You shouldn't be back. Yeah, gotta fight his way back and, you know, help the family out. So there's a lot to it, you know. It's um, like I said, I'm conflicted only because they started stretching too far from reality by making John Wick invincible.
0: Yeah, like, I'm allowed to. Yeah.
1: I'm allowed to like be like, okay, there's something that could happen. I'm like, all right okay i'm gonna let it slide but now these guys uh john wick uh, uh was it uh tom cruise and mission impossible he's invincible now yeah he yeah. can't be defeated he can't be hurt he doesn't bleed he don't scar anymore it's like you know it's, it's what's going on like the, it, there's a reality of you know i was talking about the fast and furious movies i keep pulling out because it's the most outrageous thing in the first movie uh Dom at the very end when he got his car ran like when they beat the train he hit that truck and his car rolled twice just twice and when it rolled over you see blood going down Dom's head twice and fast nine his car hit a mountainside and rolled 10 times and he had nothing so it's like what happened you know what I mean like it's just you know the the farness of reality of John wick one where he was actually getting his ass kicked on a pier by some old dude in the rain mm. to like now he fights over 100 people. He falls down damn near 100 steps. You know, gets back up. And, that was like 267 or something like that. Yeah. Gets back up and goes back up again in a semi jog, finding hand to hand and gunplay. It's like there's got to be a balance, man. I, I'm all about a hero being a hero, but you got to give me some reality of, dude, give me a second. Give me a breather. Hold on.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I, I can agree. I can visual. definitely agree with that because they do—they do get a little, they do get a, a pretty outrageous. I mean, it's—it's it's all in good fun. Like they're fun to watch, and I will say this: like I like that they, you know, they don't lean on visual effects. Like I mean, like you know, these this this is all choreographed. Like oh, these yeah. guys these are, are actually out there. This yes. is all chore- It's not wires. It's not blue screen. Like it, these guys are, you know, it's crazy chore- see it. It's, it's happening. Yeah. There,
1: this guy is. Bouncing off a car, this guy's a stunt devil bouncing off a car, yeah. bam, a car running into him. You know, Keanu Reeves had to, um, the scene where he had to pick that gun up because they hold 24 bullets in it. it's a special mm-hmm. gun. He had to go back and he actually had to drive the car and pick it up.
0: Pick up. You know, yeah. he had to
1: practice that scene over and over. He had to use yeah. the nunchucks, to do high efficiency, so, I mean, uh, you know, and stuff like that.
0: So I agree with so, you. Yeah, there's a little bit of a disbelief when it comes to like the survivability of the main character. But at the same time, I respect the fact that it's all practical. And that's what makes it like just fun. It just makes it so fun to watch, you know. Like, so I'm, I'm, you know, but, so and and you know, hopefully, I mean, I like the character, but I, I do want him to stay dead. Like, if there, even if there is a John Wick chapter five, you know, hopefully, like it's a a new character or something. Because I like, I want him to stay dead. Because I think, like, I think having him, you know, in peace, resting with his wife, I think is what we want to see in the end. Yeah. So I think I, I really want him just to stay dead, but yeah john wick chapter four man i absolutely loved it like um i'll take the ballerina i'll take you know the continental whatever you know more whatever additional world you can give me in this in this assassin's world i'll take it because it's just it's just good fun so
1: yeah i would love for like more of like a tales of the continental type thing so you're like you're knowing about these different assassins and they're different oh like, dude that make it like an things.
0: anthology series yes like, that'd subscribe? be cool yeah like, yeah like each like like every time someone a new a new assassin checks in you know like you know put yeah. them on a different mission yeah that'd be pretty yeah neat. that'd be cool
1: yeah, that'd be yeah. cool man It'd be a girl a guy it would be a really evil guy and you're like all right he's a really evil guy maybe a rookie who just never been there before and they're kind of like oh they're kind of just learning mm-hmm.
0: a father probably bringing his son into the world
1: there's a lot of different things we could do with this i'd, I'd like to so, see let's not give it up
0: I'd, I'd like to, to honestly, I'd like to see a um, almost like a I, I know I know prequels are kind of a, you know, dated thing, but they should do like chat like John Wick prologue where it's like just like, you know, how to like how he meets when like when or like what how he gets in this world or like what, how he meets um William Dafoe's character in the first one. Yeah, that'd be or cool. how he meets like, you know, Donnie Yen's character and like just like, you know, his just like early like or just maybe just give me the story of like when he goes, see, like the story of him getting out. Like when he, uh, like I wouldn't a,
1: mind. I wouldn't mind that being like a anime. Like you don't have to be a full length film. Yeah. Because you could just but, give me like the prelogue. Is or like even an if it could be
0: a comic book series, whatever. I a just want to yeah. see. I want to see. I want to see him get out. I want to see this 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 mission against the Russian mob or that put the Russian mob on top and like he had to like levy all these favors and use the coin, uh, use the marker to like, you know what are, what what was this big event that he had to do to yeah. get out to with this woman right i want to see, let's that. see holly
1: let's him see save holly berry's daughter so that he oh yeah 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 you know what i mean and the other guy and the guy Vince from seat for the second movie and some like of that yeah this, this it's so, we're talking so many ideas right now yeah you know what i mean these are ideas these are I, I,
0: I promise these aren't i mean i can t- guarantee you there's a bunch of dudes sitting up in a writer's room well not right now they're all on strike but right. uh i i promise you there's a bunch of people also sitting up in in hollywood going where can we take the john wick series next and and there's enough They've they've built enough of a world that the the possibilities are endless. That's fair. It's fair. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool, man. So I know. I guess one other thing I think we want to talk about today, which I thought you know you forwarded me the Twitter handle, and, or the Twitter Twitter article talking about how uh, our uh, how they uh, the uh, Ezra Miller is not doing press for the promotion of the Flash, which I think is probably a first. Because I don't, I can't think of any other main lead who sat out publicity for their own film, um, and I can only assume it's because of how controversial they are. Um, yeah, that's a that's it, that's a situation, that's a strange situation there. And um, it's interesting because we talked about this a couple of podcasts.
1: We were talking about the Flash um, trailer itself, and um, we've had a couple we've talked about. it but been the first one you're like, I don't even see how you could even do press. How would it even show up on red carpet? How would we even do this? And I'm like, there's got to be a way. Well, I guess WordPress found a way they're just not going to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're going to keep it very minimum, very little. They're going to use uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Michael Keaton and Michael Shannon and the lady who's um, Kara, who's playing uh, Superman, Superwoman. Superwoman, um, yep. They're using them as the front runners to really push the film in America. Because uh, if you see the American trailers and you see the overseas trailer, the overseas trailer has Ezra Miller all over it, compared to the American trailer, where it has some Ezra Miller, but a lot of other characters. So we could, you know, get us Americans into it. I wonder if um, the promo I wonder but- if
0: the promotional. I should go. I should go check out the promotional material at the theaters, um, and see if he's even like on it for any of the Hawaiian stuff. Because he is not welcome in Hawaii. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so-
1: you should see that. That'd be interesting, um, but they're even saying that like the second film script is written already. Oh wow, interesting! Flash two is written already, and the director of this movie says no one else can play Flash because Ezra Miller did such a good job. So it's like I, I don't know, like the, this movie. It, it, so this is a golden time where you have you had John Wick come out, then you had Guardians of the Galaxy three come out, which is supposedly a good movie, and then you had Spider Man. The was it?
0: The... Yeah, the new one uh, across the multiverse. There you go. Yeah, I want <laughs> to was... go see that. I want. I, I had an opportunity to to see it. I couldn't, I couldn't. I was
1: trying to see this weekend. I couldn't get together with baby shower yeah. and all that stuff. But um, because I was in, I was in the city, so those movie theaters all a, gl- a glory. So I could see them, but I just never got around to it. I just spent felt and uh, the flat, not this weekend, but the weekend after Father's Day weekend, and everybody online on twitter that's had early screenings are speaking nothing but good of it and i can't find a single person not a single review on twitter just like it's all right not one person is all right you know and i can't think that not all these people are gonna be bought out not Barson's bought all right there's always somebody out there's gonna be like this movie sucks you know and it's gonna be it and i guarantee the reviews and people are gonna downvote it just because ezra miller just like how people are already kind of not liking aquaman because of uh homegirls in it it's got her name right now Amber Heard, um, yeah. but yeah, Amber Heard. Everybody's like, "Oh, this movie's gonna suck" because she's in it. it you know, it, she's still an actress, guys, so let her act. You know, and but everybody's saying this. The Flash movie is really good. It has a lot of heart. The animation. I've seen some of the newer trailers compared to the first trailer, and they've cleaned up the animation. Where in first trailer, some of the smoke wasn't when they were sliding across the dirt. Some of them didn't have dirt smoke coming off their feet at all. Like they weren't even sliding this time there's actually there they've fixed some of it so you can tell they're keep retooling it and fixing and they're fixing the cgi more and more and more you know i've seen some of the comparisons and uh it, it's just it's gonna be an interesting movie and this is gonna be to kick off of the dcu so i'm excited for it i'm gonna try to see it father's day weekend you know to see what's this gonna be all about uh, but they're speaking highly of it they said the second film's already written already so that's a thing um So, if this movie goes gangbusters, you'll get another Flash movie in the next two years. (laughs) You know, just because, you know, in two years from now, Ezra Miller drama won't be anything. You know, no one's going to really, that's going to be three, four years removed of all this. And people are not going to worry about that. You know, your son do not know anything about that. Your son is four right now.
0: Yeah. Right. He'll be five five. in the summer. Yeah. In
1: four years. And then three years from now, he'll be seven to eight. And he'll be like, yeah, I want to see Flash. And he didn't know anything about that
0: in the past. <laughs> that's true. You know true. what I mean?
1: So it's,
0: you yeah, know, it's, I mean, it's
1: just, you know, time.
0: Uh, for me, you know? it's less, I I I want to see it obviously, but less for The Flash and more just, I just want to see Michael Keaton's Batman again. Um, you know, I mean, that's, that's my whole draw to this, is just seeing Keaton play Batman again. And then I like what they're doing with coming back to, you know, the you know Man of Steel storyline and what was going on with that stuff. So I mean, yeah, I mean it's compelling. I'm not going to lie. Like the the what they're, what they're putting out look it looks amazing and the story looks awesome. Um yeah, I mean um you know, I'm going to give it a chance. You know, I mean obviously, uh I've you know, I liked I liked Aquaman, you know, I liked um I liked Man of Steel. Uh you know, I, I I've liked just about everything except for Batman v Superman and Justice League, but um, you know, it's a. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it its its due regard. Um, because I am everything I am hearing is also the same. That it's it, it's it's a it's an awesome movie. It's got lots of heart. That he's amazing in it, uh, or they are amazing in it. Um, but I still I still like the fact that Warner Brothers doesn't trust them enough to go out and be the face of this. It's 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 funny to me. Like, if you know, is, is there is there still a question as to what his behavior is like? I mean i think you know were they able to get the reins around him for the short time for this short time period and then what happens in, you know in the hiatus between this film and the next one you know does he go off Does he, they do they go off and do some other craziness that you know draws a lot of negative attention in dc who knows uh but he's apparently he's getting help so maybe uh none of it is a factor um you know when they start filming the second one but yeah i mean uh you know again I just want to see Michael Keaton be Batman again. So that that's enough to get me in theater, probably.
1: I respect it, you know, and, and like uh, like low key idea that. When first, we're talking way in time uh, when you first heard this be a Flash movie, and we're like, "Dude, it has it be Flashpoint?" You know, and you're like, "Well, Ezra Miller's like I'm not doing Flash movie unless it's Flashpoint." And then they were like, "We're not gonna do Flashpoint. We're gonna recast Ezra Miller." Remember that. They're like, we're not gonna do it, we're gonna recast as es- we're gonna recast Ezra es- Miller because es- we're not gonna do this film. And then they they reneged on it and they went back and they're like, Alright, well, we could do Flashpoint, but we're not call it Flashpoint. And it's not Flashpoint, but it is Flashpoint, but it's not. Because even using the Man of Steel storyline, it's such a genius idea. Because all they did was took the Flashpoint idea and, you know, a female Superman, a different Batman, instead of it being Batman's dad, you got alternate Batman, that's great. Even though you could have used Batman's dad, you could have did it, because that guy is available. That's the guy from The Walking Dead, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's in that new show called Dead City. Him and Maggie are in, like, The Walking Dead. It's a new season Yeah, they have Dead their own Dead spinoff. Season. Yeah, I saw that. Like, why is Negan still alive? Why? Um, but, you know, the uh, it's the idea, that spinoff of, you know, bring Keaton back, and then you've got this and that. It's 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 good because I mean it, you think it would it have been crazier if they would have used um, the guy from Dark Knight um, Christian Bale called? Christian Bale yeah would it have been crazier if Christian Bale was the Batman instead
0: I mean you know I, I don't know maybe um, I just think that Keaton whole I th- I mean Christian Bale obviously um, the Nolan series is a is a is a huge fan favorite as far as Batman's go but I think. Well, the more i look back on it i think the thing that most people talk about when it comes to those movies are heath ledger's performance as joker like that's always a standout like no one really talks about you know the first one you know as you know when everyone thinks about the nolan yeah. batman it's always we're always talking about the second film and even then when they're talking about it, they're talking about the, the ledger performance uh the third film is like it's good it's okay but it's, it's like i wouldn't argue it's 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 a, it's not amazing uh and even then we we're talking awesome man. yeah um, but they, even then when they, when you talk about the, the actually, I was, I, I, haven't, I haven't really heard anyone talk about the third film. Um, everyone always just talks about the second one. So I think to me it make but whenever you talk about Batman, I think the Keaton Batmans have a fondness in a lot of people's hearts, especially our generation. So I think the minute, you know, you start talking about like, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about Batman and Batman Returns. Because that everyone loves good, Jack. Because Jack Nicholson's Joker is legit. Um, mm-hmm. Keaton's performance in both movies is really good. Uh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer Harvard is Batwoman. Danny DeVito is the Penguin. Like those, both yep. of those movies are quality. And, I, and like, and I think it just it just makes good sense. To, if you're gonna have a bat an alternate Batman and it's not gonna be Batfleck, you got to get Keaton's Batman because those movies have a fondness with a lot of fans and 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 everyone that sees them loves them. Uh, so I think that was just – I think it's just the choice that makes the most sense. I respect it,
1: man. Yeah. It's – you know. Um, yeah. I can't fight that, you know. Funny thing, though, um, I read also online is that uh, since we brought up Christopher Nolan. Uh, Christopher Nolan has made uh, Tom Cruise angry. Because, I know because
0: Oppenheimer's uh, <laughs> coming out in IMAX the same week in Mission Impossible, is, <laughs>
1: and it pisses him off to no end. And he bought all of them. He got all of them. He got all the IMAX yeah you can't watch Mission Possible in IMAX or widescreen super whatever that it's like Oppenheimer has it all it's a three-hour film so it's gobbles all the time it's yeah. like three hours and nine minutes you know and like Tom Cruise is really upset and I get it I get it but people that I watch and it's like Barbie's the same weekend too so yeah, it makes him no. even yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah I'm, I'm competing against these heavyweights and I'm like I get it people are going to say Barbie aren't see Oppenheimer well, <laughs> These yeah. are different people. Obviously. You know mean? They, they're they're different people. You know what I mean? But like it's a major that. And there's like so much money goes around for per weekend like that. And it's gonna be tough. It's gonna yeah. be a tough to
0: have. I, I, I gotta tell you, man, like if I'm cruise, I'm kinda I, I would try to find an alternative weekend to be honest with you, because everyone is, everyone knows what to expect out of a Mission Possible movie. Like I, I, you yeah. know, now, I don't think anyone's actually racing to see this one. I think Oppen- Oppenheimer is new. It looks amazing, like, and it's a story that everybody wants to hear about. Uh, you know, I mean, I think if I'm Tom Cruise, why fight this? Uh, why fight a river on this, and just move Mission Impossible to another weekend? Uh, because I think Oppenheimer mo- um, and- is going to make all the all the money.
1: His hubris is going to fail him on this one, because. Yeah. in Oppenheimer, apparently he's blowing up an actual atom like they're recreating atom bomb explosion in this film that's the one thing they have not shown on any trailers you cannot find it the actual explosion scene but it's going to happen in this film you know and you know it's going to happen and you know if you know Christopher Nolan Christopher Nolan smells no
0: expense and showing like real what I'm saying like it's going to be this movie is probably going to be pretty it's going to be amazing and I, I think you know if I'm Tom Cruise, like why fight it, man? Like you have to respect the genius of this of this movie, and I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sure Tom put all his heart into this in you know this Mission Impossible film. I'm sure he broke some more bones making it. But at the end of the day, a Mission Impossible movie is the same. It's the same every single time. It's the same formula.
1: Apparently it's going to be another uh, this movie. There's going to be another one too. So it's like this is not the last one. I think the next yeah. film's the last one. So, so it's still like how many more films are you gonna do? So you're like sixty something, man. Yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh, so, dude, it's, it's funny you mentioned this. Did you see the comments from Michelle Rodriguez and she was like, "Oh, I'm over these Marvel films." Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, she's been doing the same franchise. For twenty five years, twenty five years, and it's this. It's so. I mean, I. I would say I'm more tired of fast movies than I am of Marvel movies. Because yes. at least the Marvel movies speed up. <laughs> you know, and she was in a
1: she. She could say she's tired of this film, but we remember she was a Resident Evil one.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah. she
1: was in some cheesy franchises, yeah. and you know, and this her character Letty is just. I don't even understand the arc on this character because now this person now lady's a world-renowned fighter she's like amazing at fighting like girl you could barely drive a car in the first film now you could like kick a- a- ass all over I also side you note know, talking about fast and furious I read this re- a small article about uh, Ludacris talking about um him actually getting the role in fast and furious 2 because Jaw Rule they wanted Ja Rule to come back for a second film and he's like I want to work on my rapping career
0: Oh no, that's hilarious. <laughs> so then Ludacris
1: like, Alright, I'll do it and then boom, now Ludacris has been in all these films. Ja rule that could have been you. Yep. That could have been you, Ja. You was in the third film and they wanted you back for a second and you're like, yeah I'm gonna focus my did,
0: did you see the article that apparently um uh Vin Diesel's upset on how hammy uh the um, jason Jason Momoa's character was that he and the, he's, he's mad at them because that's you know why he's mad? Is because uh, all of the
1: only thing i've heard good about that film is jason momoa that's what i've heard that's too. it yeah yeah everybody said yeah. like, jason Momoa's character so good and it's like and that's why he's jealous that's what he is he's just jealous yeah. he's like bro Jason. Uh. and then the rock is getting a spin-off again he's getting another hobbs movie yeah so black dude. adam yeah, yeah. failed so now he's coming back to it's like bro why? And you know why? Because people keep coming back, and I like I got on my wife's case about it uh, the other day because we were talking about Fast and Furious one and two. Because Fast and Furious two was on, and I was like, oh, of course, Fast and Furious one because all the women want to see Paul Walker. She's like, oh yeah, Paul Walker's a good looking white boy. I'm like, oh my god, this is why. <laughs> this is why this series survives because y'all women go to see Paul Walker. And then when he died, now y'all like, well, I don't want to see no more. It's too late. The cat's out the back. The disease is already here. <laughs> they're already gold world renowned doing everything. That's they're killing people without using weapons or just using cars. And matter of fact, they're killing themselves. So it's like ridiculousness. You know? <laughs> Jason Momoa's character apparently doesn't even die, he's gonna be spin offs gonna be the bad guy in the next film, apparently.
0: It's gonna be well, there's gonna gonna be three this yeah. So Yes. But,
1: so it's um... like it's crazy.
0: This is crazy. All right. Well, hey man, we're at an hour. Actually, I gotta get going too, cause I gotta get the chicken on the smoker. Uh, so, uh, so it was. This was a good hour, though. We talked some fun stuff. You know, I think you know Guardians of the Galaxy, John Wick four, um, you know, uh, upcoming movies and the Flash and everything else is going on. So, no, it was an hour well spent. Um, that being said, folks, just you know, again, as Mister Lock mentioned, he's got like life is gonna hit him here pretty soon uh, with the birth of his new baby girl. So. Um, yeah, we're going to we're gonna call audibles on this weekly to find out if we got the time to do this. My work schedule is getting a little crazy this summer, but we want it. We like doing it. We enjoy doing it. Obviously, we have fun talking this stuff, um, but obviously life's going to hit us here pretty soon, pretty fast. So, um, you know, it, it might be every two weeks. It might be once a month. Who knows what will happen, but uh, we intend to keep it going uh, to some degree. But that being said, uh, Mr. Lock, you got anything fun looking forward to this week?
1: I got nothing here. It's um... – yeah, it's a pretty clean week here. We're just, uh, it's a week before The Flash comes out next week. Uh, Father's Day weekend is next fall weekend. My wedding anniversary is next fall weekend as well. You got Juneteenth, um, that 19th of June. Uh, yeah, not a lot going on this week at all. You know, just uh, trying to catch up here. Just TV slowing down with uh, with the writer strike. Yep. So there's a lot of more documentaries stuff like that. I was watching the Dugger documentary that came out this weekend on Prime. I watched some of that. That's um, uh, some crazy stuff there. But um, if you guys watched TLC back in the mid 2000s and or 2010s stuff like that, y'all were into that. Um, there's some deep rooted stuff. I was watching a little bit of that today. Um, I'm trying to find something to watch. There's there's got to be something I haven't uh, caught up on. So find something to do. Yeah, I got
0: nothing else beyond that. Cool, man. Yeah, it's uh this week, you know, works gonna be crazy. We've got um, some big things happening at work. They're gonna take up the next two weeks. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. But um, hopefully, I'm mean, to think I'm gonna try to take some vacation on the back end of it, so that I can uh you know can maybe catch up on a few movies I want to see and just uh, get out to the beach and you know, cause now that we're in summertime, Hawaii's nuts, man. It's uh you know it's family vacation season out here. So if you're not on the beach by 8 o'clock in the morning, you ain't getting a spot on the beach the rest of the day. Uh, so, you know, the only way you can enjoy this place is in the middle of the week and early in the morning. So I might take a few days off just to kind of, you know, uh, recoup after the, the craziness that's about to happen for the next two weeks. But right all right. right well, that being said, we don't know when we're going to come back to you, but hopefully we'll get back to you maybe, mid-mo- maybe mid-month before the baby's born. Um, and with that, I'm Mr. Fig. I'm Mr. Locke. All right, everybody. Have a blessed week. I'll
1: see you later.